Welcome to the After Hours Sessions Podcast. I'm D-Rock, and today I'm joined by my main man, the one and only Hans Vanderkill. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going, D-Rock? Good to hear your voice again. Yeah. And, uh, quite busy getting some some really cool uh, interviews and stuff, and uh, yeah, it's been, been uh, busy times in this uh, post-pandemic I guess we're almost post-pandemic, but yeah, knock on wood. Things are getting busy again. Yeah, I know. So. It's been a. Uh, I feel like singing "Reunited" and it feels yeah. so good. It's been a little bit since <laughs> D Rock and Hans have been on the podcast, so it's good to have you on the air. Good to talk to you as always, my friend. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, and I know uh, you. I don't know if you've talked about this on recent episodes yet, but you've been back out in sessioning again which is awesome yeah so. yeah i i met with uh jen thomas in april i got to meet with katarina the dom cat um on mother's day went to new york yep. which was cool uh got to you know get to travel on it's so strange um getting off at penn station and then just coming out like you know outside i've been i've been there so many times madison square garden i'm used to just wall-to-wall people it's sunday at like two o'clock and it was so empty and i'm like this is just yeah. different like it was just weird like i've been hearing that about new york city since the pandemic hit but i thought it'd be a little bit more because we're doing better with the vaccine and stuff but to see it was like kind of like breathtaking like wow like how empty new york is it must be pretty jarring like if the last time you were here was pre-pandemic um like admittedly I'm kind of used to it now. And I, you know, I mean, for me, actually, like, it even seems like a little bit busier than it was. And like, in in a way, it's kind of like, oh, it's like, it's going back to normal. Yeah, I can um, only imagine. But it's like, really, um, you know, it, it's definitely more empty than, than it used to be back in the day. So yeah, so, yeah. But people are getting out there. People are starting to be active again. So um, right. And, all uh, well and, good. and it was good it was awesome jen um she was on one of the more recent episodes and our more recent episode was after me and her sessioned um it was great catching up with jen i i that was my first time seeing her since it'd be two years memorial day of 2019 was my last time seeing her in person we stay in touch wow. but i you know the pandemic probably threw off a trip that she would have been coming to the east coast in 2020 so it was really just great catch up with her as a person first and foremost and then you know getting back in the session swing of stuff um and then katarina who you yeah. know well and connected us of to course. the podcast and we've had great conversations on the air katarina and i and then even off air poster last time coming on we've talked so it was awesome seeing her in person for the first time and she is just an awesome person and it was just incredible seeing her like that energy that you know that you know that that i got through you know audio during 2020 it was great getting it in person and she's just really awesome and cool and um yeah live and in person it's like um you know it's almost it's almost like uh an intensified version because you get to kind of like you know you hear her voice and you can see her talking and like the expressions and stuff so it's like you know katarina times 10 yeah in an all the great way it was awesome um yeah yeah i had a great time. Now, was that the first time you met somebody and sessioned with them 
after having like you know a good log of like several minutes and hours like talking to them like on the podcast or otherwise yeah she is the first person who i've session with through like the podcast like like i podcasted with them first and then sessioned yes she yeah. is because there's people who've come on who i've sessioned with before the podcast like jen thomas uh tall goddess yep. gia you know so like there's people i've met before but um she is the first that yeah you're right like we talked on the podcast and then we sessioned after yep so it was That's really cool. cool to do that it was awesome um awesome to do it and and it's just good like like we've said throughout 2020 you know we it's weird how something that you love and you don't take for granted but in a way almost i feel like i did for me personally took it for granted because who would have seen a pandemic coming and and like how much i really missed live in sessions and that physical touch that physical connection that hey the clip stores are great and let's go support people like hans and everyone who has a store like that's awesome but uh there's there's nothing like that oh, in that's person. Good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no it's true that's like a, that's like a, a real mental health thing like uh the fact that people don't generally don't get enough touch especially kind of like as you grow into an adult and it's like kind of taboo you know like to even like make any physical contact whatsoever and it's like as as animals we're kind of programmed to always be engaging our five senses so we kind of starve ourselves that way and it um you know has effects on the brain uh some people say and i i kind of like support that theory um you know usually after like a a good session it's like uh you know we've talked about this before but like it's it's therapeutic but it, it's it probably part of that is physiological mm-hmm. of getting to engage that you know that touch sense you know um yeah whether it's like a like a sensual session or whether it's like a sporty competitive session it's kind of the same like you know stimulus in a way so absolutely um yeah so So, but yeah so speaking of everyone getting back into session sessioning again we're kind of like you know we've kind of been talking about like you know um going out and like doing different styles of sessions and maybe people are tuning into this podcast for the first time and you know not really aware what sessioning is and so thinking about going about setting up their first session and like how do they start and i know i've gotten that question yeah a few times like oh yeah thinking about doing my first session like you know i'm i'm i don't know who i should you know um I don't know who I should have as my first session and who, like, what style we should do. Like, what do I say? Like, what do I ask for? Right. And so we're kind of, uh, we're trying this out so you're hearing us, but it's still under the same, you know, podcast of after-hour sessions. But it's kind of like a mini-series, so we're going to try to continue with, you know, the way the show is, which is, you know, an interview with a, you know, a guest and stuff like that. But we're also going to try this mini series out along with it where kind of like, you know, sessions one-on-one where for those people who maybe even if you have done this before, but you want to hear other people's point of view of why they like one or why they favor a type of session over another, or for like Han said, those people who are kind of curious, maybe they heard about it or they haven't and they're 
they're new to the podcast, new to session wrestling, and kind of want that one-on-one that, you know, and there are things online, little bits and pieces, like on WB270 and stuff, and some people, like Sarah, I think Sarah Lips's website, which is cool to read, but that's cool to read, but it's also cool to have, like, two people who have been fans of this for a long time, have been doing it for a long time, hearing us verbally talk about the different types of sessions and the, you know, the why we like them or why we prefer one over the other as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I think the first one that we settled on trying to kind of, um, get into first was the, uh, competitive and semi-competitive because I know that was kind of the, um, actually that, that wasn't the first one that I did. I was going to say that was the first style I ever did, but it's typically the first style people ever want to try. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, but yeah, when I have gotten that question in the, in the past, um, I def- people have definitely asked me like, um, you know, I'm thinking about doing a competitive session and I want it to be kind of like really kind of sporting competitive. Like who should I see? Like, who do you recommend? And I'm always kind of like, you know, I would definitely go with people who um, have some training, you know, people who have like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu training, people who are are going to be able to sort of like accommodate that kind of a, you know, a physical energy sort of thing. Um, Because, you know, you see on videos like, you know, different wrestlers and they're, you know, maybe they're doing like a competitive match and, you know, they're winning those matches or they're doing like more fantasy style where they're dominating and like, you know, like, but some some wrestlers are more geared toward competitive than, than others. And other some wrestlers don't actually like to do fully, fully competitive. Um, kind of like for that reason of like, you know, well, everyone, everyone's afraid they're going to get hurt. And that's a very yeah. real possibility if um, you kind of like have the wrong energy coming in. And so. I was going to say that too, like, A, that's true. Like what Han said, if you're looking for a competitive – which is what it sounds like. That's where it's agreed upon beforehand that the guy is trying to win. He's trying to right. compete and trying to get that, that submission. Or if you agree to pins, that pin, uh, which is pins are, you know, you count one, two, three, or one, up to ten, and both shoulders are pinned to the ground, and they, that person can't get up. So whatever the case may be, if it is agreed upon, I would always still say to that guy or, you know, we've talked about in the past, if there's a woman trying, whoever, but don't go in. It's not trying to have a chip on your shoulder and trying to, like, like the mindset is, okay, it's it's a sporty kind of a thing, but don't look at it as trying to, like, this isn't a way to, like, all right, maybe you had a bad time at your MMA gym or a, a, a bad, like, practice if you're, like, an amateur wrestler and you're trying to, like, take it out on someone, that's not what this is about. That's not what – if someone agrees to competitive, you need to have the right mindset going in. That's so important where it's still fun, but it's sporty, it's competition, but you're, you're trying to – you're not trying to really injure someone or trying to prove to yourself or try to prove to that session wrestler or, you know, dominatrix, whoever – you're not trying to prove anything to someone. Like you're, you're, you're trying to just compete. This is how you want to try session wrestling, but don't go into it having a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, and it's um, 
you know, it's a, it's still like a form of play, really. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's that's kind of like another reason why, you know, if people are kind of into it for more of like, oh yeah, I kind of want it to be sporting competitive, and you know, I'm kind of really hoping I lose, you know, then that's when I would kind of, you know, steer them towards like, okay, you definitely want to go with someone who has like experience, and then those people tend to also have experience of kind of like gauging the other person's kind of like level whether they're kind of like beginner maybe they did some some wrestling in high school and stuff like that so they can get an idea of like okay i kind of have a sense of your skill level and i can kind of like adjust and play to that um so and uh, so yeah and that's true and be honest i would say you know, they want honesty and being direct. It doesn't mean you have to give them your whole biography or if you did it, you were in some tournaments or what. You don't have to do all that. But just be honest with them and say if you have practice in some kind of grappling, like some level, let them know and let you, you know, understand and like you just kind of want to try it. Like be honest in like that email. Um, Hans is right. Like I would look for on session girls or wb270 people who have that background that that's what you want and then c i think for me it's also remembering no matter what um just like for all those the future episodes we're going to have on types of sessions no one is it's not a don't feel entitled so if that session wrestler and she doesn't necessarily owe you an, a long explanation if she says, I'm not really looking to do competitive right now, or I don't do competitive, um, just say, okay, thanks. And, you know, hopefully you'd want to try something else or whatever, or be open. If not, then okay. But don't, don't think that like you're entitled to something is what I always say. Have that right mindset where, Hey, you're, you're emailing, you're asking, but for whatever reason, sometimes it's logistics. Um, sometimes, hey, they're in a hotel room and there's not room for like a mat to kind of really do that. Or sometimes these are athletes too who work out. They might be injured. You know, be yep. respectful. You know, that's what I say. And understanding. I've, I've yeah, I've heard you know both of those exact scenarios before. It's like oh, I'd love to do competitive, but you know, I I have these puzzle mats and they break apart really easy, so it might be kind of hard to do. Or we'll just have to kind of like you know tone it back a little bit and we can still do competitive but like maybe at like a you know a seven instead of a ten sort of thing or um but also um you know i I would say like um if you ask somebody and they end up you know being somebody who's really not into competitive in general you know especially if you're kind of like starting out and you've never really contacted anyone before ask them for a recommendation it's like oh who who would you recommend you know because uh, you know a lot of the girls know each other, and you know, well, a lot of people in the industry know each other, and it's, you know, if you ask someone for a recommendation of like, oh, who would be good for a competitive? There's usually a list of names that come up. I could fire off a few right here, but I think a lot of other people can can just, you know, do that on their own in their heads. So. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> well, uh, a lot Hans, of people say. Uh, let me let me ask yeah. you a question. First one is. Do you think competitive and semi-competitive are, like, the most popular types of sessions of all, like, session wrestling? Are they, like, top of the list? Uh, popular? 
as in like do, do i think that's the type of session that goes on in the world most often yes because no <laughs> i i don't think it is actually i think the one that's most popular if i if i had to guess mm-hmm. and yeah it's just guessing I'm not like i'm not like 100 percent sure but i would guess uh, fantasy domination is probably uh the one that would would take the percentage pie oh, of like okay. yeah i i think it's i think most of the time it's like okay like i'm gonna show up and i don't even really want to fight back that you know that much or i don't want to fight back at all and i just want to be dominated and you know with like you know a list of holds like scissors and stuff like that i would say that's probably the um most frequent um but i would kind of say like i feel like competitive might be the one that people kind of seek out like most passionately if that makes sense it's like they really want to find it and it's like they really kind of like and they're almost kind of like um they're discerning in that sense of like they they really want to find you know the woman to to wrestle who can like you know like they they can have a good like both of them trying and and they still come out on the the losing end of it and that's like the that's like the thrill i know when i started that was definitely you know one of the thrills that i would seek of like finding someone who like you know first of all we had a good rapport and we kind of like knew how to take care of each other um as i'm talking about this i keep thinking back to kind of like my longest running like rival session series and that was with a girl named roxy vicious who's no longer in the in the scene but she was in the scene in new york for you know um well not too long really but um we started sessioning together and we had like a series of sessions like over the course of i want to say like three or four years and uh she wasn't in new york um often she didn't actually live in new york but she would visit new york maybe like two or three times a year so we'd always try to make plans to meet up and you know, have a good, like, competitive match. And, um, you know, she was, she's, she's very, like, um, uh, she's, she's kind of like a a teacher and instructor. She's, like, um, she's done a lot of homework on herself. So, like, she, she's led some, like, workshops and classes and stuff like that. So she's very good at kind of, like, engaging and, like, finding out what people are, are into and stuff. So, uh, it, it always felt very comfortable with her because we would always check in with each other. Like before each session, we'd be like, Hey, you know, how are you, how, how are you feeling? And like, is anything kind of like bothering you right now? Do you have any injuries that I should watch out for? And I was always kind of like a nice thing. And, um, then when we would kind of like get into the session, like we could like crank it up to like a, a 10 effort, um, because we knew we would kind of like keep each other safe. Like we knew that we'd like, we were both really trying to win, like, like almost desperately. So, but like not desperately to where we were like being unsafe. But that was always, that was always really fun. And when I, when I found that, that was like finding something that I had like long sought after this kind of like athletic rivalry with a, you know, really hot woman. She was, definitely breathtaking and uh and yeah and she she won most of the time and that definitely kept me like 
training at the gym between sessions, I'd be like, okay, you know, I got a showdown like three months with, with Roxy. I got to make sure that I'm, you know, that I'm ready to, you know, rise to the challenge again. So, and there was, there was like a couple sessions. There's one in particular that I remember where, uh, where I did win. I won, I think like two to one. And she went on like a, first of all, she was like very congratulatory, but like, she was also like, you know, we had a rivalry going. So like when she went home after, after that session back to where she lives, she went on like a training rampage. Oh, wow. And she decimated me the next time we met. It was like not even close. And I was like, oh my God. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, unfortunately I think, uh, she wasn't coming back to New York for a long time. She and she ended up kind of like opening her own business. So, um, so we haven't seen each other in years. So that decimation ended up being one of the last ones. But um, I know if she ever came back to New York, she'd be she'd be game again. But yeah, so I would say like the competitive for the people who are into it, that's definitely something that they. And I would actually recommend that actually if if that's if that's kind of your jam, if that's kind of what you're into, um, you know, I mean, definitely try different people, but it's really fun to find like one person who's like your, you know, who's like a good match for you. And then like, make that a series, you know, make that something that kind of like, uh, motivates you on the side because, because beyond, beyond like just the, the sessions themselves on the days that they would happen, there was like, all this enjoyment of the fact of the anticipation of like, you know, getting up and going to the gym that day, you know, thinking like, nope, I got to go today because otherwise in three months she's going to cream me. So, That's <laughs> and kind of like, and we kept in touch via text too. So like, you know, if we had a really good workout day, we kind of send each other like, you know, a little teasing text saying like, oh yeah, you know, I, I did this today. And like, so next time you see me, I'm going to be like even stronger and stuff like that. And it was really great. So. so I want to also ask you then, since you have a, a studio, like I said earlier, people go on buy Hans's clips for sale, like see yep. his videos. So it's one of the best studios you can find, and I'm not just saying that. Oh, the show it's it's D Rock. <laughs> but how, me up. how is it? Now that's your experience as a fan, but doing I know I've seen competitive or at least. I don't know, but like, like the titles are competitive on some videos. So how is there a difference, or like, or like, what's that like doing a competitive video when you're shooting a video for your store or for maybe someone else's store? What is that feeling like when you're doing a competitive match there? Uh, I mean, the competitive is is really fun with the with the store. Um, like when I started out, I was that's kind of how I started out with my store. I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to do competitive and just, you know, make that what it is. And I remember too, when I got into it, I was like, I'm going to do competitive, but I'm not sure if I should win. And, you know, because like it was kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say it was taboo, but it was, it was definitely like unpopular and wouldn't really know how it would go down if I put out videos where like I won. So, um, but, um, as I kind of like got my bearings, I was like, no, I'll do competitive. And then whoever wins wins. And, um, 
I got to turn off those notifications. I'll figure out how to do that. But um, yeah, and but as time went on, um, sometimes I would you know meet up with someone and we were just kind of like different skill levels or different sizes or, or whatever. Um, but we can still have like an entertaining wrestle, but it's not like, um, it's not that authentic, like 100, 100% competitive that I know that there are people out there who they crave only that they don't want to see like two people having like a playful wrestle. They want to see like, right. You know, like sport, like, like this stuff that me and Roxy did, they would have made amazing videos. So, so lately, um, and I've seen this mentioned on, on forums too, where, um, some guys are like, yeah, some of his videos are really competitive and then other ones, you know, they're, they're perplexed by it. And I, I understand that. But, um, lately what I've tried to do is when I have a match with somebody and it's just like, uh, you know, all the, uh, you know, all, all, all sort of like the, the ranks and, and niceties are, are dropped and where it's just like, all right, we're both going to wrestle and just see who wins and who cares what the score is. I try to actually label that one with the word competitive now. Um, and that's kind of like a throwback to, you know, some of the original ones I did that, you know, they, they don't have that label. Cause I used to just label it, you know, so-and-so versus Hans. And it was assumed to be competitive. Cause at the time that was really all I was trying to do. Um, but now since there's so many levels of like, you know, sometimes I'm doing sensual. So those, those generally have their own labels. Um, Sometimes I'm doing fantasy domination. So I put like so-and-so dominates Hans as like, that's kind of like a title cue for, um, you know, and then ones that are just sort of like, cause there's times where it's like, Oh, there's various reasons. Like one, one, it's like a, a sheer size or skill difference or two. It's, it's like, you know, she's traveling and she really doesn't want to go that hard that day, but we want to do just sort of like a little bit of a, a wrestle and have it be playful and stuff and and fun so i'll just label those as so-and-so versus hans but i've now tried to like put like a little bit of an asterisk next to the ones that are like hey this one's actually like pretty competitive and like for those people who are into the you know intensely contested you know competitive ones i try to label those now so okay no Absolutely. That's in- it's always good to hear that. Um, you know, it's funny because I when you know going into the thinking of this episode, I've never requested a competitive episode for a session, but that doesn't mean that not so much. I was going to ask you that actually. Yeah. But yeah. in the early days, it kind of like happened, and I can think of the second session I ever did. My first was with Mutiny. Um, yeah. The second one was with Hot Stuff Holly. Cool. And it kind of—I was still new and trying to to learn the even, so I didn't know any. I was just kind of figuring it out. Like she was actually someone I didn't at that point. I had never heard of her, right? But I saw she was coming to my area, and then she was coming to a. She was, you know, I'm right outside of Philly, but so she was coming to an area that she put up that was like really, and that's what swung me. Where I'm like, oh, like usually when they are by like the Philadelphia airport, that's like a thirty-five to 45 minute drive depending on what time you know we set up yeah. with traffic uh, which isn't bad but um where she was going was like 15 minutes 10 to 15 minutes and i was like well, that's really close so that's what kind of like supposed like oh, i 
you're coming that close. I have to ask. And so we yeah. kind of, and I, she was more as people listening. If you know her, if you don't, she's more of a boxer. So I yeah. was like, I don't, I, I don't really want to box. Really good one. <laughs> really good one too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was like, I don't really want to box, but um, we kind of just talked and it was like, okay, yeah, we'll just wrestle. And it was cool. And then it kind of became that in a way, cause she's, you know, very, like she's smaller, she's strong, but like smaller. So I think it was kind of yeah. like a test. Like I would kind of like, she would get me in a hold and I would like pick her up and, and so I think she yep. was trying to like see so, but it was all good natured and fun. And she would tease a little bit. She'd get me in holds and stuff like that. And the thing is, is like I said at the beginning, like my the, the mindset has to be you're having fun. You're not trying to prove something, and you always kind of have to check that. Like you're not here to get a chip yeah. off your shoulder, or like you're here to have a good time. And they are that session wrestler, or it could be a dominant guy had I've grappled with dominatrices too they're there to you know make sure you have a good time and just go by it accordingly so to me it, it's important to remember that mindset but hot stuff holly um was that she was kind of like that and the first time i met with jen kind of was the same thing jen thomas that was yeah. that was probably like my fifth time doing a session um and that kind of happened that way, and that was a really good one. I, I got her a couple times, and she got me, but uh, that was really interesting, that one. And then also my first time. Did she get you with the uh, headlock from hell? <laughs> I don't know. that's what she's got. She's got, she's got that, a headlock from the, hell. The last one, <laughs> um, and ever since then, I've been, I know to look for it because she, she told me. But the uh, the last one, because we were like, we had time for like one more. That's my first time meeting with her. Um, and we had time like for one more like session. You could probably tell. Well, she said like last one. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I could tell like she was, she was we were, in, <laughs> yeah, we were intense. I would say the whole time, like not intense, yeah. but like, you know, we were getting a sweat on. But then this yeah. one was a little bit different. And then because we were on a time thing, she went right for like, the hold yeah and like she cracked that neck back and i tapped and i was like yeah you got me i was like you got yeah. me. but i think <laughs> of like yeah that time with holly that first time with jen and then like the first time with amazon annie was like that too and we were in oil right yeah annie was the first oil wrestling session i had ever done and it was kind of like that, and we were in, like, a stalemate. I remember that was one of my most proud moments. I think I might have said this on the show before, so for people listening, forgive me. But we were in oil, and we're on, like, the, like on like her mat. I had the tarp, and we were – no one – we both were just sliding around. No one could get – but she has me, like, a hold. And then I pick her up and put her over my shoulder, and she was like, I'm not used to this. You know, Annie's six feet and Whoa. good size. Yeah. And I felt like that's why my proud, because not only did I pick her up, but it's like in oil. And I had her like over my shoulder, one arm. And I kind of did, because she was teasing me. It was all in fun. But I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah you're not used to this uh, view, huh? I'm like a little bit different no. for you. And I was like, I got you one arm. And, so, um, and she honestly, it was a compliment, because she said I usually wouldn't let someone do that. But you just did it, yeah. and you were very like gentle. You put me down, like you had control. So from then on, um, whenever we sessioned, 
she would kind of sometimes bring it up. Like, you want to pick me up? I was like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> so I always looked at it as a compliment and really appreciated it. Yeah. Like, you know, that she felt comfortable with me doing that. Yeah. And, you know, it's all, it's all in that sense of fun, which is, um, you know, why, like, some videos I've done, or, or, like, if I'm meeting someone for a session for the first time, you know, like, you know, I've done, like, a lot of them now. So, like, when I'm meeting someone for a session, I kind of have, like, you know, a way that I am the first time I'm meeting them where I'm kind of almost treating them as a, as a client, as a client as well, in the sense that I want to find out what they're comfortable with, what they're not comfortable with, and kind of like meet them at, at the level of, of where the fun zone is for, for, for them. And, um, and for some people, there are some people out there where, you know, that fun fun level is that ultra competitive once you're both kind of like comfortable with each other it's like oh yeah we're we're gonna like you know we're gonna tear each other up on the mats like yeah there's there are people out there where once once you've once you've already met them and established that rapport you know like there there is there there are people out there who who um who love who just you know love that as much as you do um but you know a lot of people out there too. It's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't like to go too hard. I'm always afraid I'll get injured. And I, I just like to go really light, you know, and that, that can be, you know, that, that's like a, a, a different sort of fun too. It's just like, sort of like a different mode, but I noticed some people who they don't like that mode. And so they, they should definitely seek out the people who offer kind of like the ultra competitive, you know, um, and meet them and establish a rapport for it. But, um, yeah, but it's all, it's all the the, uh, it's all establishing where that fun zone is. And yeah, the um, other things you can do too. Um, that's kind of like, you know, maybe you'd like you want that competitive spirit, but like it's not really working to do like, um, you know, like a full on competitive match. You can do kind of like attack defense too, where like one person tries to submit the other person like usually the session wrestler it's like okay she's going to try to submit you and you just try to avoid getting submitted and that can be a fun kind of like competitive but also kind of like um keeps the boundaries on on one level as far as like what people are comfortable you know um i don't want to say risking but you know like wrestling can be risky if if you're not careful with it so you know um so there's different different games you can play too of like, you know, attack defense and, you know, start in the hold and try to get out of the hold. And, um, so, um, there's more than one way to play. I always like to say, so, mm-hmm. um, now, um, yeah. what would you say in, how do you describe semi-competitive for people who don't know about it or want to know more about it? So semi-competitive and semi-competitive, like it's definitely had its share of definitions um, over over the years. Um, I think like earlier on, semi-competitive was more like, okay, we wrestle. Okay, I think I'm still here. Yeah, you're here. I heard a little. I heard a little uh, drop in the audio. All right, uh, so. Uh, back in the day, like semi-competitive kind of meant like you wrestle and, um, 
you know, she's trying to submit you and you're mostly trying to defend, like kind of like that game that, that I just said. Mm-hmm. Um, semi-competitive can also mean like we're going to we're going to wrestle but like only certain holds are allowed and um you know certain holds are off limits and uh and it's not like a a 10 effort it's more like you know a five six or you know seven at most like just kind of like you know yeah we're wrestling we're trying to to win but like it's not like a um you know, it's not it's not a UFC fight, right. so, if that makes sense. And as far as intensity level, um, yeah. Um, and, and I think, and I'll, I'll you know I'll jump in. That's true. Semi competitive, and that's why we're, one of the reasons why we're doing these is because a some people just don't know, or b if you do, or if you are a fan, people have different definitions for it. And to me, I look at because that's probably the one, that's the go to one where like now I'm more comfortable and. You know, you read someone's like, like what they, what kind of sessions they offer. But then, I, I'm comfortable throwing. I'll be honest. At first, I was nervous throwing out oil wrestling when I didn't know because I was just like, I don't want them to think I'm trying to be, you know, sneaky or pervy or something. I just want to try it. You know, so like it was like yeah. I was nervous about like how do I ask about it and. But, like, semi-competitive for me is always that, that go-to one of, like, if they can't do something that you had asked, like, semi-competitive is the way to go, like, for me. But I would say, yeah, it's kind of like you're there, that session wrestler is on top. And sometimes you can negotiate, not negotiate, but you tell them which hole, or they'll ask you, what holds do you want me to, like, what are your favorite holes to be put in? It could be a scissor or a, a figure four or, you know, different things like that. But um, you are trying to put up, like like Han said, some defense or trying to see if you can get out of it. But you're not, like, say you do get out of it or, like, they can't tap you because um, I have a thick neck. So sometimes they have the hole locked in, but I'm not tapping because of the thick neck. I'm not, like, trying right. to get out of it and then get on top and get them or something. I'm just, like... You know, like uh, you don't you don't have me yet. Like, and they're still in control physically, but they're on top of me, or they have the right. hold in. But I'm like, no, I'm not tapping. So it's kind of like similar to what you said, like playing that defense, trying to see if you can get out or if they can just submit. But you're not looking to like get an edge and like, okay, now I got you, and I'm trying to get you back. It's more of like right. you. And I think like to me also another way that I look at it is, it's a way to like experiment. So like, say you're new to it. And you're like, I don't know what like like what holds there are or what holds do you offer, meaning to that session wrestler. Semi-competitive is that where you can – I mean, I guess you could do it with domination too, but you can see like if you want to try to like have a little escape or try to get out of it, you can kind of like practice and see which ones you like, what holds you may prefer over others, stuff like that. With a little bit of – instead of the domination, you're just kind of like – just taking it and just waiting to see the tap. This one, you could try to maybe escape or try to figure to get a way out of it. Yeah, try to escape, try to kind of like, you know, neutralize or redirect the attack. Um, you know, maybe at most you try to kind of like trap the person so they can't attack you anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, but it's generally, you know, it's it's generally kind of like more playful. Like, you know, like that's like, that's, 
kind of playful like when people do that where it's like okay i'm gonna try to get you and i'm gonna try to stop you um you know as opposed to like full-on ultra competitive where it's like okay there's a match and then someone taps at the end and you know we don't know we don't know who sort of thing like that's more of like uh it's almost like a sport you'd see on tv sort Mm -hmm. of thing um or semi-competitive is more like um no we're enjoying the activity but it's more it's definitely got more of a, a playful edge to it so and that's actually like the easiest one to um i would think that's the easiest one to set up semi-competitive yeah i feel like everyone in like pretty much everyone in the industry um well some people don't do semi-competitive that's that's fair to say but um really yeah like some i've definitely seen some profiles where it's like i don't do competitive at all and not even semi-competitive i only do um fantasy domination so like yeah yes or or muscle worship and it's like you're not allowed to resist at all so um you're right but right i i've i yep i've seen that yeah but um there's a lot of people who who uh do semi-competitive and who will be like you know good and, and fun for that so but you just have to like go in with the right mindset of like yeah you know like um I'm going there because I want to do kind of like more of a, a playful energy where, you know, she attacks and I try to defend or like, or we're just doing like, you know, a six out of a 10 intensity level sort of thing. And you'll have a blast if you do, if you, you know, do it that way. Like you go and kind of like, yeah, like I'm, I'm expecting that. And uh-huh. I feel like there's more women to, Hans? Hans? All right, you still there? Yeah. I get cut off? No, it's still going. It's still going? Yeah. <laughs> I could have talked through it. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. I don't, I don't have my uh, do not disturb on, so I just flicked back on now. So. Oh, you got a call. No. Yeah, someone called me. So. Oh, I got you. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So, but, yeah. But anyway, as I was saying, um, yeah, I feel I feel like there's a lot of people out there who who would give great semi-competitive and like and like really enjoy it on their end too. So, um, so there's that. No, but, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. have you done a lot? You, so you've done mostly semi-competitive or like hot stuff holly and stuff like that like that was that like semi-competitive or did you say like they got to like full competitive i i would say always like they were saying with a playful twist but it was more of like um i would say the holly i think it's like three that really come to mind holly the first time with jen first time with annie because there's different like if i look at those three what i and and holly i've only session with once Annie and Jen, I sessioned with multiple times. Like even yep. how they were with Annie and Jen after, they were different. Those were definitely semi-competitive. Like looking at it, like looking back on it, like the ones after the first ones. The first ones were yeah. still fun, but it was definitely um, 
it wound up just becoming more competitive. Where I was, I did break free from like holds from both of them, and I got on top right. of them, and they tried to escape, and it was like a back and forth kind of a thing, and then they tried to put me in a hold again, and then I got on top, like a lot of like back and forth where like when I got out of something, I didn't just like sit, like or like let I went, I got on top. Um, so other than that, though, I would say. The two that I probably like just to be safe always, it's always um, semi-competitive for me. And yep. oil wrestling has grown. More and more people are willing to try it than I would say. And no one was ever like no to. Everyone was cool. It was kind of that logistic. And I'm sure we'll probably talk about that more in the future. Uh, oil wrestling, I've right. done recently in the past few years. That's been the most. But it was always semi-comp oil wrestling. And then for me, always lift and carry. But... I lift them. They don't lift me. Um, yeah. And we'll probably get into that one in the future, too, for this like little mini-series. But, yeah, semi-competitive is always the go-to one for me. Um, like, just the basic where I want to meet with someone, and due to logistics or due to other things, um, what's just the safest way that I can meet and have a great session and have a fun time? semi-competitive is, is the go-to yeah it's always it's yeah i think it's a good uh it's a good introduction right and then like yeah as you had repeat sessions with Hall, uh, uh, annie and uh jen you know there's kind of like more of, you know you met each other before so there's kind of like more of a trust and you both kind of feel like a little bit more okay with like letting go and like getting a little bit more intense than the first time and Right. Yeah, and, and like sem- semi competitive was my first session because, um, you know, for and I don't know how I don't want to speak for Hans, but like for me, like as a fan, the first time I did it, um, had no clue. Like I knew it was out there through the videos. I remember it was about a good year before where I was like, oh, cause when I saw sessions, I was like, what does that mean? Cause I was seeing per- certain people's websites. I'm like. I guess you got to go to them. Then when I found, like, Session Girls and WB270, this is about a decade ago, it was like, wow, people come to Philly. But I was a struggling college student, so when I saw the prices, I go, yeah, that's not going to happen. Like, I'm yeah. I'm working at Wendy's part-time while I'm in school. So, um, you know, I'm barely making enough to take the train, you know, my train pass to, to college, you know, to get to the campus and back, so... It, it was it was like that didn't happen. But the next year when I got a out of school and got a job, I was like, I want to try it. And Mutiny was that first session, and she was the session wrestler I had seen the most of. You know, like for yeah. those years leading up to it, it was three. It was Mutiny. It was Jen Thomas. It was Amazon. Amanda were the three I saw like constantly more, their videos more than others, and um, so it was like a dream come true seeing like oh mutiny's coming into philly like this is great and so i remember like it was nerve-wracking for people who maybe want to try this you know definitely we understand the nerves but it's okay um they understand as long as you you put the you have good intentions and you put that out there and say like hey this is my first time blah 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 can i people are pretty receptive to it and and stuff like that so I was nervous, so it was kind of like, she said, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know, because I'm like, I hadn't experienced any of it, you know, besides, like, yeah. in my dreams. So semi-competitive was, like, the first session I wound up doing with Mutiny, 
And so that kind of set the stage. And that was, I think that is, if you're like, I don't know, if you don't have a particular thing that you know you want to try, if you're just like, I just want to try the experience, I think semi-competitive is always the way to go, in my opinion. Yes, semi-competitive or maybe like the first half, like fantasy domination, just so that you can kind of like learn. Like a good one might be like, do fantasy domination for like just the first like you know 15 20 minutes so you can kind of like experience being in the holds and then you can shift to a semi-competitive where it's like okay now i'm going to try and get you in it now you try to stop me sort of thing but um but yeah i mean you know i mean different people have different different things that they're after but that's that's always a good like uh that's always like a good intro especially if you're meeting someone new so um, I can't remember a time where I met someone for the first time and it was just all out competitive. I might be wrong on that. There, there might've been a couple where it, it, it was just like one of those lucky things where it's like, Oh yeah, I can see you're really competitive and, you know, and yep. Turns out she is. So, um, there might've been a few of those, but yeah. Um, I also wanted to say you know, this goes for everyone always throughout the whole time, even if you've done it many times before. But to remember, because it's about fun, so whatever you agree upon with that person you're doing the session with, to tap out or to say the the safe word if you're doing a safe, whatever the case may be. But don't try to, there's no trying to prove, you know, I'm tough or whatever. Tap out when that whatever that feeling of uncomfortable like this is all right this is what i can take or just remember to tap out or say the word whatever the case may be don't don't there's no one's trying to be a hero or trying to be dangerous so that's always good to like to me to tell people who haven't done it is it's all about having a good time and you know know when all right all right this hold is good tap out just tap out yeah and you know uh Another reason for that too is like you could pull a muscle yourself that way, and then you'll be limping around for a week. And you know, um, it's yeah, it, especially some some holds too. Like, um, like I I tend to kind of shy away from both using or if someone uses it on me, I tap it really quick. But like um, any kind of like joint lock or anything like that, like arm bars and stuff like that, I generally just don't do them. Like in sessions or anything like that like i just find them to be like i just find it unsavory because i know like the person doesn't tap out you can like you know it like those things don't hurt until it's too late (laughs) right so um but yeah but like generally too like just yeah keep it to like safer holds like uh you know more more playful holds but oh and always like kind of like um um, people have done this for a while kind of like do this naturally but um, if you do get someone in a hold like you don't want to crank it on like right away like from one to ten in like the span of a second like you always kind of want to like all right I've got the hold a little bit tighter a little bit tighter you know you you kind of like see you give the person ample time to to tap and um you know, and the person that you're with, they will they will be kind enough to do that to you as well. Right. So, um, but yeah, 
So. No, and I think, yeah, that's the thing is to always remember to have fun. So, you know, like competitive, if that's what you're trying to seek out, remember, don't try, remember to have, it's it's still a loose time. It's not, you're not like trying to make like the, the spot on like the BJJ team or the wrestling team. Like it's, it's not like if I lose, I get cut like, or like you have no chip. You're trying to have fun. So even with competitive, like, you know, it's, hey, if you kind of want to just try to have a back and forth and I yeah, I can get out of your hole, I can get you in a hold, then, yeah, see who's out there, who's down to try competitive. Semi-competitive to me is just like a variety of just it's light and loose and you're, you're looking at to try a variety of different holds and you're not necessarily, you don't know yet or you don't want necessarily one thing in particular. Um, you just want to try to you know, have fun and have that sensual or that feeling, that touch, that physical, emotional connection. And you you want to, hey, I'm, I'm cool with being put in all the holds or trying some new holds, which I've been part of where people are like, hey, you mind? I kind of want to see how this works. Can I try this on you? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's try it. Let's see. And um, yeah, people do that. So I would say those are like, it's, you know, good to always have that in mind. Yeah, I, I mean, I've I've uh, I haven't seen, but I've definitely heard of the you know sessions where you know it does go very awry. Where yeah, um, I think that was like one of the earliest on things too that I remember seeing on like okay, if you're gonna book a session, like don't be someone who has has something to prove. And then every now and then you do like hear about or see a or, or uh, see a session that's gone this way. And uh, it just never ends well, you know, like you, you get labeled as dangerous or like you, you never get to see that person again. You're both like upset with each other. There's injuries like um, and nobody I feel like nobody who's in this interest for the right reasons wants any of that. So. So, yeah, absolutely. But, um, let me ask you, though, have do you have an experience of as a fan or doing a shoot where I don't know if it was planned competitive or not, but they kind of, they took it to you and you were like pretty stunned by how much they, they took it to you. <laughs> I mean, in a good way or a bad way? Uh, well, what's the difference? Good way or bad way for you? Uh, I mean, I guess like a bad way would be like, um, if they really beat me up and, and felt unsafe, um, that hasn't happened to me. Um, I, I wouldn't have think. I you never know. Yeah. I didn't think that would have happened. There could be like. I mean, there there could have been times where, um, maybe once or twice, somebody like really exuberantly like cranked on a hold, or um, you know. So at, at most, there might have been time where someone put a hold on too fast, especially like an armbar or something. And I would have been like, "Hey, listen, if you get me in that, like, just put it on slower. I'll, I promise, I'll tap out." Just. I don't want to break my arm sort of thing um i i can't remember who that was or even you know if that actually happened um i know that's something that 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 would um i know that's something that would cause me to say something like if they cranked on an arm bar really hard really fast and like almost sort of like didn't take my my taps immediately like if you hey if i tap out that don't break my arm please but um so that would be the bad way. Uh, the good way is like when I go in expecting to, 
you know, expecting like, you know, like it's, I've, I've done like a competitive videos and competitive sessions in my day. And like, so I go in expecting to win and then I don't win. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll put Des Desire's name out there for sure. Like <laughs> she definitely surprised me and that, that was really fun. And I definitely, uh, I definitely got, got shocked in a good way when I wrestled her. Um, Arika Lox, another one who, um, I got to wrestle her a couple times. Um, actually, uh, she was one of my earliest videos, um, but it was for a store that she was going to start at one point, and then she decided not to start the store. So, um, but um, I don't have that video. But like, there there is like that nebulous rare collector's item out there somewhere that I dream of getting sent to me someday. But, um, but yeah, she was another one who who surprised me in a good way because she was just like incredibly strong and like you know um so that that was fun another good another person who surprised me in a good way was amber deluca um oh wow and and for kind of the same reason like you know some people they look strong and then like you kind of test their strength and like there's just sort of normal strong or they're not even nearly as strong as they look Amber's actually stronger than she looks, if you can believe that. Which is, yeah, it's hard like, to... She looks really strong, and, like, so I, I went in sort of expecting a certain level of strength. I was like, I was like all right, if it's 100% true, she should be about this strong, and she was stronger than that. I was like, oh, is my God. Is she the strongest, so. as far as just strength, is she the strongest you ever went up against? I think so, yeah. Um, strongest in terms of, like, um, up, upper body especially. Yeah. So... Now, cause she is—is um, is she taller or shorter or? Yeah, she's either six foot or or five eleven. Oh, so she's very um, tall. Okay. Yeah, she's tall and she's about like two hundred pounds, maybe a little more than two hundred pounds, and and just you know muscle and uh, super like nice and um, interesting person. Like um, when I did meet up with her, we. Um, like off the clock, you know, we spent like maybe like 30 minutes talking and just getting to know each other. And she had all these questions about, you know, stuff that I do. And, you know, I had questions for, for her. And so we spent about like 30 minutes just talking and getting to know each other before we even got on the clock. So she's a, she's a very like, um, she's a very interpersonal uh, person. She'll definitely, she'll definitely get to know you well, so which is always fun. So um yeah but good surprises can happen too <laughs> so, awesome wow yeah so, what about i was wondering uh nadia oh yeah nadia like she well she was just like so much fun um yeah i, I she was despite the fact that like i expected her to be strong like you know i still got bulldozed over anyway and i was just like wow, like, you really, like, you don't realize it until, like, you're actually, like, really up against it, um, just how strong someone can be, and, uh, yeah, she's definitely super fun. I actually just missed her in New York. She was traveling through New York, and we were going to shoot together, and, um, you were starting to make plans for it, and, uh, then I realized that I was actually, like, away that weekend, and, um, so we couldn't do it, but... Uh, she's definitely someone I want to shoot with again. 
how about you? How, is there anyone who's been like, uh, who, who would you say maybe are your biggest surprises? Um, hopefully you haven't had any negative surprises. No, I haven't like, had negative surprises, yeah. um, which I'm grateful for. And for those who listen, like, usually that's not the case. You, you can kind of see through that if that, but that's rare. Usually if you do, if you're trying this, it's, it's what you see is what you get and you get good. Good. Yeah, I'll I'll put one. Ex- ex- I have a uh, unpleasant surprise story, um, actually. So um, I'm not gonna name names because I don't remember the name, and she's not even really in the industry. And that was kind of that's kind of the point I'm about to make. Um, so I was at kind of like a kink party, and uh, you know, you know, they're saying like, "Well, oh, what are you into?" and stuff like that, and you know, met people and stuff like that, and. Um, so, you know, f- they find out that I'm into wrestling. One was like, oh, yeah, th- there's, like, mats, like, in the dungeon next door. We can do a wrestling session. And I was like, oh, okay, you'd be cool with, like, this, this, and then you're, you, you know, you think that'd be fun, stuff like that. And um, and she was all cool for it. And we were going to do, like, a semi-competitive sort of thing. So we got there, and instead it just turned into, like, a domination session where basically she sat on me and smoked a cigarette and basically said like don't you know don't you dare try to get out of this and stuff like that which i get like that's like a domination thing that like some people are into but that wasn't really what we talked about so that that kind of went down in the books as like maybe the the worst session experience i ever had and it was it was super short it was just like a mini session but um but uh like i said she wasn't really kind of like a wrestler in the industry on session girls or WB or anything like that. So if you are thinking of trying this for the first, first time, I would recommend sticking with the, uh, you know, kind of like the tried and true list, like look for people who are already out there and, um, and hopefully like people who kind of like have a name that you can, you know, you can confirm that they're in the industry and people know them. Like they didn't just like sign up for session girls like a day ago, you know, Unless, like, somebody says that they signed up a day ago and they know them, you know, like, sometimes people show up on Session Girls, they say, like, I just wrestled this person. They're great. So, that's true. I wrestled them and they are great. So, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, um, for, and I guess for surprise, there's a couple, um, Holly was a surprise with, like, I kind of thought, since I'm like, oh, she's a boxer more. So I can easily. That's where, where I kind of. That's kind of why I think it turned competitive, because I kind of thought, oh, she's smaller. She's, you know, five one or five two, and like one thirty, one twenty, one thirty. Yeah. I'm like, I can just kind of pick her up, and I thought like it'd be me, like, you know, not putting her in holds, but just like oh, having fun. Um, yeah. We're talking about good surprises again. Good by surprises the way, for people. Right. In case people tune in at the end of my story, like I don't want to think like now we're following with Holly, like it's. No, Holly, that, Holly but... was awesome yeah. as good well. Uh, so it was a good surprise. I was how much she did know about holes and and, and wrestling. Um, yeah, I was surprised there. I'll say this is a difference. It kind of goes. It's a little bit different, but it goes hand in hand. Um, I have ch- since this experience, I've changed. I understand more. But um, when I met with Jen the first time. So that was like a few months after Holly. This is back in 2012. I had seen Jen, so I knew like her stats. And I knew like, oh, okay, well, she's like kind of like shorter, but 
have like that bodybuilder kind of like <clears throat> frame and stuff and athletic. Right. But I just saw, you know, 5'1", 135, 140 or whatever. So I'm like, I just see the number and I'm like, well, I've picked up women way heavier than that. So I'll be able yeah. to like, okay. And now when I wrestled, I picked her up, but I never, I kind of, it makes sense to me when people say muscle weighs more than fat. Because I kind of thought like, yeah. well, you're, you know, shorter and lighter, but she's just all muscle. I remember picking and like being like, oh, this is a little bit, it felt heavier than picking up like a woman who was like 175, 180, if that makes sense. Like once yeah. I like was prepared for it, then it was like whatever. But initially it was like, I think I did like the wedding carry. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I had to like, kind of like, like adjust myself. Like I had, I picked her up. But I was like, whoa, it's a little bit heavier. I remember, like, yeah. I, like, walked her to the bed, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is hard. I would never have guessed this. I thought this would be, like, so easy. I thought I'd be picking her up one hand and, like, you know, throwing her around easy. But, like, it, it wasn't like that. It was different. So, the, and so then that kind of was foreshadowing of, like, she she's the real, she was the real deal. She knew her stuff and was good. Um, and, like, you felt, like, even at that size, like, you can still feel her strength. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's a tank. Yeah, <laughs> she's she is uh, solid. And that, like, that kind of like, and from then on, I've session with her, and I know that even as uh, in April, and I you know yeah. I lifted her up over my shoulder and stuff, and but like it was like I I know what to expect now because she is so solid. Um, and Annie, Amazon Annie, was a surprise because I had seen my first going to my first time seeing her. Um, Looking back now, I, I'm like, oh, I should have seen it. But in the moment, I didn't because I knew her, her to me, everything, you know, her size, her look. Um, like, she's a beautiful person on the outside, but even more beautiful on the inside. Like, all that was, like, when I first saw her, like, drew her to me. And she had that, that build I like where she's, like, you tell she's stronger, but, like, she's not, like, so, so, so muscular, but she's, like, strong. Yeah. And, um... I would see her videos with guys, but they were kind of guys like, like the the male, you know, since Jen said it, like the male talent, it looked like, oh, they're just these little guys, and I didn't see like advanced holds, I saw like, she's just, you know, putting these guys in some holds that to me are like, oh, basic one-on-one grappling, right? So yeah. I was like, well, I'm way bigger and stronger than those guys in her video, she ain't gonna throw me around. Cause I technically like I'm a couple inches shorter than her, but I'm like I'm bigger than she is. I'm like, yeah, I'm way more than her. So I'm like, she ain't gonna do that to me. But what I didn't know, and since I don't like she minds, is that she, I don't know if she kept going or not, was a purple belt in BJJ. So oh, I didn't. I actually didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. So the more at first we like, and the first time I was in oil, but the more I was like, all right, I'm gonna slip out and just like get her in a little something. She knew tricks of the trade to, like, make it where I couldn't get out. And I was kind of like, yeah. huh. And, like, she knew different, like, moves that, like, were more advanced than I had seen. Because I had watched a lot of her videos. So I was like, oh, you know? And she was like, yeah. like, And I feel like, okay, saying it now. I kept it quiet because for years, because she, she was trying to keep it quiet. But she was like, I don't tell people, but I'm a purple belt in, in BJJ. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, it makes sense now. Um, so that was like a good surprise, but I was, I was, it was a surprise because she, I thought like, all right, once I get out these basic one-on-one holds, I'd be able to get on top of, but like, 
I struggled to get it. And the more I tried to, like, I, I was, like, using more effort and strength, which I think is why with a competitive, the more she stepped up her game and showed that she knew about positioning and leverage. And I, yeah. I think that's why it kind of – it was all fun, and we were smiling and laughing and teasing. But I think because I was like, wait a minute, she doesn't she, – she, she, she doesn't know this much. Let me. I just gotta try a little harder, and I would try harder, and then she would kind of buckle down, like put like a yep. move in, and so that was a good surprise. And it was like, oh, okay. And I I think I might have, and I forgive me, Hans, and everyone, unless I forget. I don't know why she didn't say. She knew more. I, I think she, I might I have asked know. her, and she told me, but I forget if she if I did or not. But yeah, it, it was. She kind of kept that to herself. Well, I know her video style is always very kind of uh, kind of like quirky and like uh, you know like like very fun. Yeah. You know, she. I don't think she has like a lot of like just outright competitive videos. In, you know, in her store, she always kind of prefer to do like you know really kind of like pro style or like bear hugs and like you know everything with like you know personality amped up to a ten. Like would be a good way to describe kind of like her her video producing style um always like super fun and like super you know um kind of lighthearted too like yeah yeah um, oh for sure at least the ones that i've like been a part of or like you know i film i filmed for her um a few times like holding the camera and you know I've, and i've seen some too so i haven't seen all of them but like i've definitely like browsed her store it's like oh yeah it kind of looks like more of that like you know stuff that's just like full of her personality you know uh very like fun 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 loving and lighthearted. Yeah. So. which is her yeah. to a t um yeah i was i was very very it was good that, that, that gentle was a, giantess yes that that so. was a great that was a great surprise in in that regard as well um so yeah those, those are probably the surprises i've had as far as competitive i've had other surprises that i'll probably save for the future episodes but as far as competitive slash the semi-comp episode those are like the surprises in, in, in that regard yeah so I think that's I think that's pretty good yeah we, we covered a, some, some good ground here so and um, people that are like looking to try it they kind of have a good like uh, just like a good primer of like what to look for and kind of like how to go into it with like the right mindset and sort of stuff and and um and kind of like an idea of like who they might want to book so yeah i think that's good and for i think so i think it's a good you know first episode so we're trying this out it's kind of like sessions 101 where we're talking about for those listening and just kind of want to have you know maybe attract some dialogue and conversation about different types of sessions who knows maybe at the end of this we can talk about there's ways to come up with some new styles and you know always trying to look to be forward thinking and innovative and trying to push this industry that we love forward but um yeah you can always tweet at session after if you have um comments questions you agree or disagree always keep it hey not here to troll but you know keep it keep it good (laughs) or if you want to email you can email the the podcast at after our sessions pod at gmail.com after our sessions pod that's all one word at gmail.com and um yeah love to hear what you think or what are your favorite type of sessions and uh we're coming up with a list but if there's some that you know 
you tweet it out there if there's ones that you want to hear us talk about as well. Yeah, suggestions and like, and then maybe like we bring someone in on the future shows. Like if it either if it's a session wrestler or I'd love to have someone come in who knows nothing about the industry and, and is actually really thinking about trying it. Right, right. That might be cool. So I think so. You know, whatever different ideas people have, um, you know, uh, we're always listening. Absolutely. So for the one and only Hans Vanderkill, I'm D-Rock. Thank you guys for listening to After Hour Sessions. Take care. Take care, y'all.